1: This is a Web Canopy Studio production. Gloves with John Scott. Welcome everybody. Welcome to a Tuesday. I'm sorry we didn't get to Monday again, but we have legitimate reason for this. My power went out last night and my power went out because there was a massive windstorm that tore through Traverse City, Michigan. Trees were down. Houses were flying everywhere. It was insane and a tree took out power to my house, my second house up the road and my third house up the road. <laughs> So okay. all three houses, were gone.
0: Is the storm even real? Do you want to just tell us about all three houses that you have?
1: A little bit of both. <laughs> Isn't it? Is, I always scratch my head. Mind you, I'm selling this house. So we signed the papers today. It's technically not even mine anymore. So I only have two houses. But for a good year and a half, two years, I had three houses within a, I would say, a good 35-minute drive, which is it's too much, too many houses, too many houses. But now I only have two. Now I only have two. I'm down to a normal number. I would say 20% of the people in the world have two houses. So I'm a part of that 20%. I feel very, very blessed. But the reason we did not have an episode was there was a major windstorm. Right, Tim? There was. I never lost power, though. You live downtown with the hip kids and the cool cats. You're not out in the sticks like me. We had a tree fall on the power line. We lost power from 3 p.m. on Sunday Sunday until gosh it was today when we regained power so it was a long time we lost power but anyways we're back we can flush the toilet i tell you what i don't know if my kids time their dumps to when the (laughs) power goes out because for those of you who have not lost power before you can't flush your toilets because everything's run off electricity the pumps everything you can't refill your tanks you're good for one flush As soon as the power is gone, because that's the water you have in your tank. There's no water to refill that tank. And I'm not kidding you. As soon as that power goes out, it's a mass rush to the toilet to just exit every bowel I have. Number twos are just like, they're gone. And they just sit there for a day and a half. Uh, Oh,
0: gross, Sean. Come on. This is
1: terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. This is my kids. And I, I don't know how it happens or why it happens, but it's just like, it's like clockwork. So we we had to deal with that all day today. Just a just a steamer in every toilet uh, of the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> so <just laughs> no bad. Oh, My gross. kids are not tall enough to like reach the back of the toilet. Oh. So the the poo sits on the front quarter. Oh, Even when you do try to flush it. The water Ugh. isn't strong enough to like, grab it, so it'll just sit on the front quarter of the toilet until I have to take a piece of toilet paper and
0: push Ugh.
1: it down a little bit. It's the joys of being a parent. It really is. It's the little things, but it's just hilarious. I just shake my head. I go on and I'm like, really? Guys, Like, there's two dumps sitting on top of each other? I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> Please, stop. I'm begging you. I'm begging it's you. just funny. You just got to laugh at that point. So we, we, we gutted it out. And we we had power, and the first thing we did, we just started flushing, baby. I made it. I, made it, I <laughs> those to t- every
0: floor, <laughs>
1: every wheel. How many? We have one, two, three, four toilets in the house. All four had. Well, and mine didn't have dump in them, but the other three did. I was like, yeah. flush those toilets, girls. Anyways, so that's why we didn't have an episode because the power went out. Zoom is obviously ran on the internet. I didn't have the internet, and so here we are on a Tuesday night. Is it Tuesday?
0: Yeah. Is it Monday. No, it's Monday.
1: Monday night so we didn't get an episode today it's Monday night we'll release it tomorrow all is right in the world everybody relax (sighs) moving on Tim you have COVID would you like to talk to the fans I do not have COVID why do you what makes you say that uh you might might. no I was
0: thought you did at a small gathering last weekend so like nine days ago And one, someone there like five days before that was with someone who tested positive. So you invited me to come to church with you Sunday morning. I said, I just found out last night that I was exposed. I'm just going to wait like three more days until like the 14 week, 14 day point since that person that I saw was with someone who tested positive. And, and from what I hear, she's fine now. So I think tomorrow I can go back out into the world, but I just, I reeled it in for a few days.
1: From what I've heard, the incubation period is down to five days. That's that right? Yes. That's just – and don't quote me on that. I could be completely wrong, but that's what I've heard, that it's a five-day period now. The 14-day was just a, an over, overestimation of the actual incubation period. But like I said, I'm not a doctor. Don't quote me on that. Don't quote me on anything, actually. So you do not have COVID? I don't. I feel great. I feel as far good. as we know.
0: As far as okay. we know,
1: that's what you get for partying all the time. Tim, you're around random people. You never, you don't know who you're with.
0: Yeah. You've, uh, you captured my life so well and it's, it's uh, all. you
1: signed me up. You've done a good job of that. Deirdre on the phone again. This we gotta <laughs> have an intervention. It's too much. It's too much. Like, I just can't handle it. But anyways, so we had a little Twitter, um, Twitter happening. Did you follow that when I posted that on Twitter? You took the video.
0: I took the video, um, and I kind of kept my my eye on it throughout the week or the weekend. It went – I wouldn't say – I mean, it went viral. I can say I that. Got, it went viral. Like
1: a, what I was really pumped about was the blue check marks. I'm Listen, I don't get caught up in social media. That's not the type of person that I am. But I was happy to get a couple likes and follows from some of the guys – who I used to battle with around the way, along the along the, what, what's that saying? I don't along know where way? you're going with that. Along the way, yeah. No, gonna, I, it was very it was very flattering, Tim. Who who I'm were the drop blue a couple names? Uh, yeah, drop, drop, drop I'll name. a couple names on our fans here. So let, let me I just will. let me just quickly talk about the the tweet that I sent out for those of you who haven't seen it. What's my Twitter handle again? At John Scott underscore thirty two. Yeah, if you don't follow me, you're missing out. I'm just a fantastic tweeter. Um, So, Tim, we were working at the house, the unending house that never ends. Um, And he told me that the OHL, he literally looked at me, he goes, did you hear about the OHL? And I was like, no, why? They're banning hitting. And I was like, what? And he's like, we're going live. And so we just literally popped the camera on, and that was it. I had no time to think about it. I had no time to compose my thoughts. It was just a spur-of-the-moment thing, and I went with it. And I just did like a minute video of what I thought about this terrible, terrible rule. If it ever does come to pass, this is like the worst thing that could happen to hockey. I think in the history of hockey and I'm not over-exaggerating this. Oh, okay. I think it's the worst <laughs> thing that could ever happen to hockey. You name me one thing that is worse than this. And I'm not talking where they didn't let black people play. That was terrible. We rectified that. That was just a, a really terrible mistake. Other than that, name me one thing. Why are you shaking your head? Uh, just dude,
0: digging yourself in a hole here.
1: Why am, I'm just setting that one aside. That okay. one is, That one is more, yeah, that one's worse. <laughs> Other than that, name me one thing that is worse than taking hitting out of hockey at well- the OHL level.
0: OK, but let's 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 level set a little bit here, because we're talking about this is a minor it's a junior program in Canada. Yes, it's like the premier junior elite in Canada. But you you kind of extrapolated a little bit and said, OK, now it's going to lead to the Coast League and the A and the, and the NHL and all that stuff. And you're and you're, uh, I don't know, blaming them for something that hasn't even happened yet. So you're saying like, yes, taking hockey out of, or hitting out of the NHL would be a bad thing, but that hasn't happened yet. And so I don't think we can really go there yet. All they did was take hitting out of a junior hockey league, right?
1: It is the premier league other than the NHL in the world when it comes to developing players. No, just for developing players, it is the premier league in the in the world. I would – be interested to see the stats of how many kids come out of which league. If you take hitting out of the OHL, you are essentially ruining their careers because hitting is in every league. If you take hitting out of the OHL, what are these kids going to do next year? They're going to be used to not looking for a check. They're going to be used to not protecting themselves when they get a pass through the middle. They're going to be used to not being ready for a hit. They're going to be, just in summer league, when I'm, when I used to play summer league, I would just float around. I wouldn't protect myself. I'd go into the boards and not really be worried about getting hit. You're setting these kids up a for failure and B to get hurt at the next level, because if you develop these bad habits throughout a whole season and then you step into a training camp or you step into a high intense situation, I don't know what they're going to do for the Memorial cup. If the WHL is hitting and the Q is hitting and the O is not, what do they do then? You can't just expect the red deer, or the um, Edmonton, um, whatever they're called their gosh, I can't remember their name, to stop hitting after they've been hitting the whole season just because they're playing an OHL team. I don't know who this lady is, who is the secretary of sports or whatever it is. She's making a huge mistake. And I think you're taking it too far, and you've seen that from the guys who have responded. Everybody in hockey is saying, A, this is a terrible idea, and B, it doesn't even make sense. When you just sit back and try to wrap your head around this thing, just taking out body checking doesn't solve the COVID issue. You're still around these guys in the locker room. You're still around the opposition on the ice. You're still spitting and yelling and chirping and all of this other stuff. But just like you're trying to show some kind of, I'm putting my foot down, no checking. It's going to solve everything. It's just like in hockey when they took off fighting where they put the instigator rule in. We're going to solve concussions. This is what we're doing. This is going to solve the whole thing. No, it's not. People still get concussions. People are still going to get this virus if someone has it. Not checking is not going to solve anything. It's just a stupid, stupid thing that this lady's doing. So I, I don't agree with it, and I stand by my my uh, statement where I said this is the worst thing to happen to hockey. It's I, I can't imagine anything worse. That it's terrible. So tell me the tell me the stars who agrees with me.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll drop some names here. Uh, Braden McNabb from from
1: Vegas. Ah, Nabber. Yep. Yeah. Zach Ronaldo. I don't know if he's the one you want on your column, though. I do, Zach Ronaldo, because he's one of those guys who this could affect. Just say if this does go the route, I think it is. He's out of the league. That is his game is to hit. He impacts a game by hitting. Because guess what? Hitting has been a part of hockey for 100 years. As soon as they drop the puck, people hit. It's what you do in hockey. Anyways, so he wouldn't have a job if you couldn't hit.
0: Yep. Uh Joel Edmondson. Okay. Who's a blue, a blues defenseman? He's on Montreal now, but he won the okay. cup last year. Uh Jordan Martinuk from the Hurricanes.
1: Ah, okay, nice.
0: Here's a big one. David Posternak.
1: Oh he, And retweeted man. you. How happy were you when you saw he retweeted me? I was pretty excited. And isn't it strange that a skill guy who isn't known for body checking? likes a tweet about me defending the physical side of the game. You would think someone who it's his game to want space and to have less contact. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Keep going, Tim. <laughs>
0: yeah. Keep going. Uh, there's, there's a lot of like minor AHL player stuff that are, are verified that I'm not going to read through, but a couple more names, uh, Eric Tangradi, Tangrady, however you say his name.
1: Okay. Max Domi. No, Maxie
0: boy. Uh, Claude Giroux.
1: Never heard of him,
0: but he retweeted you, and then he unretweeted it. I don't know. Maybe his wife saw the video and said, "Hey, take that down." I don't know. Um,
1: interesting. In- interesting. Yeah.
0: And then another big name was Max Talbot, um, uh-huh. which is funny. So, and then a, a bunch more of the smaller ones. What What I found interesting is like, yeah, the the range of players. Like, yeah, okay, it's easy to see why someone like Zach Ronaldo agrees with you, right? But I think it's not just – I mean, Pasternak, right? He doesn't play a hard game as far as physicality. He's an elite skill position player. But he knows how important that is to the game, um, and he's willing to, to share that message. I think, I think that was pretty cool.
1: Well, I just think it's a little drastic to all of a sudden and out of the nowhere just say, oh, no hitting. That's it. We're taking it out of the game. And this isn't like a, a minor hockey. This is the OHL. This is the OHL. I just, I don't get it. It'll be like the, really, is
0: it like the SEC taking out tackling? Is it like the, the equivalent of that? Like Alabama can no longer tackle?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It honestly is. It changes the whole dynamic of a game to not being able to hit. I don't think you could do it. A. I think the players are just so, that's in their game. And then what is a hit, right? Who's the judge of a hit? Then there's that whole human factor. Is a hit when someone falls down? Is it hit when someone bumps shoulder to shoulder? Is it hit when someone comes at a certain angle or speed? What is a hit?
0: Well, it's, and, yeah, it's funny. I mean, we talked about this the other day, but like, you know, we anyone, many of our listeners play men's league, right? There's no checking there, but like you're still physical. You still use your body for space or in the corners. Like you're, it's not body checking, but like, if anything, you're getting closer when you do that kind of stuff. Um, we had one guy. Oh, another was Emgis Gergensen's sent a message, <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. Um, Well, we had one guy say something. He's a junior B player in Canada, and he said what they're being told is that if there's a a, a puck goes into the corner and two players from opposite teams go in it, they're going to blow it dead like an icing.
1: And and, and there's a face-off dot. How fun is that going to be to play? Oh, my God. How fun is that going to be to watch? Yeah. face face-offs all over the ice. Even though sports had to break, your business did not. You have to keep moving. And that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. And you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which needs more quality candidates. We'll see it, and they'll see it fast. So try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeedcom slash Wire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indeed.com slash bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st football is in full swing you might not be at the game this year but you can still be in on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins division and championship features all day every day I would not bet on the Pats to win the division that's just all, that's all I'm saying. Sorry, Tim. So head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. The 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 okay, I'm not going to get too fired up. What I, this is the sissification of the world. It honestly is. People are so scared of this virus. If you look at the stat, I don't, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not no, a doctor.
0: But well, I will say that's a word that some people had uh, a problem with from that tweet or the video. Which... The, sis, the sissies had a problem with it, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It,
1: sissies have a problem with anything. Yeah. They could have a problem with any word I would say. They'd go, oh, you're not allowed to say that because that's sexist. You're being sexist. No, sissies across the board. You can be a girl who's a sissy. You can be a boy who's a sissy. A sissy's a sissy. You show me someone, and I'll tell you if they're a sissy or not. Am I a sissy? No. Okay. You're not. I'll take
0: it. What about well, what do
1: these people have to say?
0: Well, one of the points that they were making is that you said in the video basically something like, "We would take hating ho- out of hockey. It's not hockey anymore." or Something like that. Someone made a point that women's hockey—they don't hit, they don't body check—is that not hockey? What would you say to those people?
1: Has there ever been hitting in women's hockey?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: No, it's not ingrained in their sport. I talk to every women's Olympian. I talk to lots of them. I want women to have hitting in their sport. I think it's a travesty that they don't have hitting in their sport. They're strong. They're powerful. They're able to hit. They're able to absorb a hit. If you watch a women's hockey game, they body check. They're throwing their body out there. They're, they're, they're playing physical. I think women should have checking. It's a no brainer. And to the person who says that they've never had it in their game. Hitting is ingrained in the game on the men's side. When I grew up playing, I learned how to hit when I was seven years old. I knew how I learned how to not hit someone from behind. I learned the danger areas. I learned all these different. And I know. So did you learn how to not hit someone in the head? (laughs) Obviously I learned that (laughs) things happen. It wasn't a hit to Louis Erickson's head. I'll go to the grave thinking that, um, you learn this as a kid girls don't learn that it's not a part of their game. So that argument is just out the window. It's not a part of their game. It's still hockey. I have six daughters for Pete's sake. I hope they grow up playing and I hope they learn how to hit. And I hope hitting is in their game when they get older. But at this point, if you take hockey out of the game, hitting out of the game of hockey, men's hockey, it's not hockey anymore. It's not.
0: I, I don't disagree. And I think the point I keep going back to is like I'm all for taking measures to keep people safe, to stop the spread of the virus. I mean, yes, people are dying. I think it's okay to to take some protective steps against that, but I don't think this does anything. Like you said, like you're gonna be yelling, you're gonna be spitting, you're gonna be lining up on the face off dot, you're gonna be traveling, you're gonna be in arenas, you're gonna be doing all these things on the ice and off the ice. What does body checking do? And it makes me wonder too, like, is this is this just context they need to take body checking out for other reasons aka the concussion thing right which is another point you made in your video is that is the the covid like the excuse or context whatever you want to call it to say um we're going to try this out and see if concussion numbers go down which of course like that is not a bad result i mean everyone wants to see concussion numbers go down but then you it's a different product it's a different sport. It changes everything, and like you said, ultimately these you know this is where most NHL players come from. They pass through this league at some point or another, and if they don't learn the hit correctly, then they're going to get hurt, or they're going to slow down their development. The product's not going to be as good, the players won't be as good and I, I don't know who that really helps
1: and this is where I might come off as a little Neanderthalic or whatever, if that's even a word, but people who make decisions about the league or about hockey who are not involved in hockey or the league at all, it it kind of irks me a little bit because this woman, I don't know her background. Don't get me wrong. I don't think she knows anything about hockey. I think she's just trying to make a stance and put her stamp on Ontario and say, I'm doing this. I'm making my mark. I'm trying to do something better. And that bothers me because you don't know anything about hockey and don't, don't, she could have two kids who play hockey. I don't know that, but just from my perspective, there's so many different ways to go about this to be safe and to be aware of this disease and to like, to hopefully not get it, Than to just ban body checking. If you really want to get serious about it, you just test the guys once a week or you test them before they go on the ice. And, like there's different ways to go about it. I just don't get how body checking helps the situation whatsoever. I agree. I really don't get it. It doesn't change anything. They're still going to be showering together. They're still going to be yelling at each other. They're still going to be chirping and face-offs and all this stuff. It doesn't limit the interaction between the two players. I'm like, I just don't understand how this helps anything. If anything, it just makes people upset. And it just puts a target on you. Because the first person who gets COVID, they're going to be like, told you so. See, stupid, stupid rule. Gotcha. This is terrible. I I just don't understand it. So I don't know there. I know people are pretty passionate on both sides of this. I fall on. I'm more realistic about this thing. It's a terrible disease. People die from it. You know, it's, it's awful. I I don't, I don't know if there's a cure. I don't think no one in the world has a handle on this. You just got to live your life. And if you're scared or worried, you have to mitigate your risks. If not, you know, we, we can't just live in a hole. Gosh, it's been nine months. It's been 10 months. It's insane. Anyways, moving on, um, I hope the OHL rectifies that because they, like even the, the governor or the mayor of Toronto, Rob Ford, I don't know what it is the premier of Ontario, he came out and said, we need to fix this because it, it can't happen that way. And then I, I was talking to you, what happens to the Leafs and Ottawa? Do they not play in Ontario?
0: <laughs> they do. What are you thinking there? Are they
1: exempt, are they exempt from that? Because they're in a higher league and they get paid? Or I don't understand why there is a difference there. Only the OHL.
0: Maybe it's just the way the OHL hits that's more likely to spread virus than NHL. Maybe you're not thinking of that.
1: You know what? They do teach their kids to hit with their tongue wide open, mouth open, (laughs) tongue out. You have to breathe out while you follow through. Breathe and spit when you hit. (laughs) It's the most effective way to take the puck off somebody. I learned that when I was growing up in Ontario. <laughs> but no, in all honesty though, what happens with the Leafs and the, and the, um, senators? Why are they exempt from this? And why are all the other leagues in Ontario exempt for this? Why did, why did she single out the OHL?
0: Well, you got to think that all the, all the leagues below the OHL will follow suit. I, I, I got to expect that. I, I just shook my head.
1: I shook my head to all those fans because it's happening. If this happens, it's not good. It's a slippery, slippery slope. You give these sissies an inch, they'll take a mile. I've never been to it. It's a, all over.
0: I've never been we're to it. We're gonna a,
1: have help. We're gonna have helmets on our pets when they go for walks because we don't <laughs> want our pets to get a concussion. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna what, be absolutely awful. It's gonna be mayhem.
0: How many uh, people does the OHL arenas fill? How many people go to those games usually?
1: Well, like a good rink, a good team, they get five to ten thousand people. Really? If not more, yeah. And
0: they sell out for the big games.
1: Oh gosh, yeah. Ohl is a big ticket. Yeah. In some some cities, yeah, it's great. But I don't think they'll have fans.
0: No, no.
1: But so no one's going to want to
0: watch that product either, though.
1: Without I would checking, love to watch that and just be the only fan in the stands. and Go boo, <laughs> Hit up, I can't. Yeah, I. I don't see it happening. I think people are pushing back pretty strongly. And I I do think they'll come to some kind of agreement. I I don't know what they can come to. Like, I don't know. Like if hitting's out, fighting's gone. I think they already got rid of fighting in that league too. It's no fun to watch a game without any hitting or fighting. I'm telling you right now, not fun at all. It turns into just a free-flowing sissy fest. Not fun to watch at all boring i'd rather go watch my little kids play because they just bash into each other and it's hilarious and it's absolutely hilarious
0: so speaking of that uh i i want the guys on my hockey team did ask me last week to help coach um, oh boy yeah so i was like i can't commit yet i have a couple other things to figure out but i want to i want to do like a backup or like a you know help out when i can and he's like well now that's you need, called
1: an assistant coach
0: you need but like part-time like whenever i'm available okay. and he's like you need uh to get a background check you need to get registered with usa hockey and all this stuff so i did all that i'm um, still waiting to get cleared in the background tech it takes like two weeks but yeah, so there's a chance I'll be helping six-year-olds figure out which line they need to stand in and which cone they need to skate around. Easy stuff like that.
1: That whole Nazi thing might come back and bite you in the bum.
0: Oh, stop it. <laughs> hey, you know what we, what we should talk about, though? We have a little bit of a milestone to share that we haven't really talked about on the show yet. I tweeted that something out over the weekend, but uh, oh, last week we surpassed 1 million total downloads which is that's just, cool. it's crazy. Like when you started this whole thing and we listened to your, your first episode a couple weeks ago, like would you ever have thought you'd have a million downloads on the show?
1: No, no, that's a lot. It's a lot, That's man. a lot of downloads. We're good. We're like one of the top three in the world, hockey podcasts. We're number one. No, we're not spitting chicklets is they are number one. Everyone knows that. <laughs> then I think there's another good one too, but we're right up there. We're, we're, I, if not top three, top five, we're getting better, Tim. I like to think so. I just think maybe we just need to start being more vulgar and swearing and telling locker room gossip like the boys at and Chicklets do. Oh,
0: come on, John. Don't start a beef with those guys.
1: No, it's not a beef. That's their shtick. It just, I, could, I could never do it. I could never go home and look my wife in the face or my kids. I'd be like, ugh. Oh. I'm so sorry. This is not who I am. I really don't swear. So I just not sorry fans. If you want that kind of stuff, you go that, that one. It's a it's a good podcast. Like they get great guests. It's, really, it's just, it's just a different type of podcast, but anyways, 1 million listeners. It's pretty cool. Thank you. Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. We're, we're trying to, you know, put some good entertainment out there. Even with this COVID, it's so hard. I can't wait till we can get in person Tim, and really amp it up. Oh, but yeah. it's, it's, it says a lot that you guys are sticking with us. So thank you very much. And what else is on the docket, Tim? What else we got to talk about?
0: Uh, That's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just one uh, to touch on the hockey thing, the OHL thing, and maybe quick update in the house. What are we expecting next?
1: I'm, I literally have to be in there in 18 days. So the clock is ticking. The floors are done. The cabinet's going Wednesday. It is It is a sprint to the finish. I cut a hole in the roof this weekend. I did not get a chance to put my stove in. It's been windstorms ever since, so I, I need to get the wood stove hooked up. I went and got wood today, a couple cords of wood. So It's
0: going to be really it's, warm this week and sunny.
1: I know, so I'm going to get the stove done today, and i got a couple leaks in my roof i got to fix too. It's, it's amazing, the stuff that I do. It's crazy. Yeah. You can do anything, honestly, if you just Google it enough. Yep. That's all you have to do. And YouTube. YouTube it, Google it, find out you're an expert at anything. It's just amazing. So. And yet people are so
0: ignorant and clueless. It's crazy. What did you just say? People are so ignorant and clueless about so many things. But the whole world of information is like you can just Google anything you want. And they still, they still don't
1: know anything. Did okay. you just call all of our listeners ignorant and clueless? <laughs> no. People in general. Which people? Don't say don't, you people. Don't
0: even start this, John. Don't try to, don't try to make this into something.
1: Hey. I'm just trying to figure out where you're going.
0: I'm guilty of that too. Like we could literally know anything about anything with a quick sentence into Google and I still don't know that much. It's just, it's crazy. (laughs) Get that look
1: off your face. Stop it. You are really in it now. Oh my word. I can call people sissy. You can just call everyone ignorant and clueless. That's unbelievable. And you just brush it off because you're Tim. All right. All to. right. Send your emails to Tim at webcanopy.com. Is that your email address?
0: No, and I'm not telling you what it is.
1: What is it? I have my, my
0: everyone has my number
1: now though. They do. Text Tim. You're I'm not gonna look it up. Whatever. All right, everybody. Well, I think next episode we should talk about a return to play because there has been meetings, the league has been talking with the players, and this is this is, has to come to a front. The CBA is taken care of. There's really no issues other than what are we going to do? Where are we going to play? Are we going to keep all the teams in their same cities? Are we going to have a few hubs around the country, one in Canada, one in the West, one in the South, one in the East? What are we going to do to get these guys back on the ice? So we'll dig into that next week on Friday, excuse me, and we'll we'll try to figure out what the route is to get these guys back on the ice, because I think we forget it's November. We would be talking about the first quarter of the season already done right now. Like training camp should be done. October is right into the swing of the season. November, we're trying to figure out who's a contender. Usually by Thanksgiving, you know, who's going to make the playoffs. Like I think if you're in the playoffs, when you hit Thanksgiving, there's a 75% chance you're going to make the playoffs. So we still don't have an idea of when the season's going to start. We thought it was going to be December one. That's obviously not going to happen. Is it going to be January 1? Are we going to push it into February? We will see. I don't know. There's still players in Europe. Players are all over the country, world. It's a whole ball of wax. I always mess up that metaphor. It's a whole ball of yarn. I did this last show too. I messed up a
0: couple metaphors today. I got to work on that.
1: I'm just ignorant and clueless, I guess. (laughs) i should should google it all right everybody well we will see you on wednesday well tomorrow and then we'll see you on friday hope everyone's doing well cheers
0: hey guys thanks for listening make sure you're following the show on twitter at dropping underscore gloves for episode highlights behind the scenes content sneak peeks and giveaways check out johnscottallstar.com slash shop for merchandise including t-shirts hats hoodies and so much more and please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's so important to helping us grow so we can keep delivering the hockey content and interviews with the players you love. Thanks, and see you next time.